Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. This program is designed to provide general information with regards to the subject matters covered. This information is given with the understanding that neither the hosts, guests, sponsors, or station are engaged in rendering any specific and personal, medical, financial, legal, counseling, professional service, or any advice. You should seek the services of competent professionals before applying or trying any suggested ideas. Beloved immortal beings and good-looking people. Remember, you're good-looking because you're always looking for and finding the good. And we have good in abundance today. And it's loose in a human being who you're going to be hearing from just a bit. You might not even think he's human because he's so ethereal and wonderful. He's going to be bringing to you such majestic and interesting and powerful ideas that you will be thanking the stars that you were able to tune in today. Now, you are listening to The Joy of Living with your humble host, Barry Shore, B-A-R-R-Y-S-H-O-R-E. Everything you want to know about today, our guest in the show, all you have to do is go to www.barryshore.com. And everything will be there. Don't have to write anything down. Just lean in and let everything flow over you because it's all so good. We don't want you to be distracted by anything. You can listen to it again. You can share with five people, which we'd like you to do, because you've tuned in for one reason and one reason only. You care most in the entire world about you. Y-O-U, E-W-E. And that's great because when you're the best you, you make the world a better place. You can build bridges. You create harmony. You create more joy, happiness, peace, and love in the world. And that's the reason you tuned in because you know on the joy of living by listening to Barry Shore and our guest, you will be healthier, wealthier, and wiser. And as Jack Canfield, the author of Chicken Soup for the Soul series, said, who doesn't want that? <laughs> You want that. And you are joined right now by 303,216,200 people around the world who are listening on this magical, mystical, mysterious program called Internet Radio, hosted by K4HD.com. Just go to K4HD.com and put up any questions that you have right away. Oh, wow, there's 34... 45 people up there who are asking, first of all, they're saying, hello, Barry, they love the show. And right now, at this moment, hundreds of thousands of people are listening to the joy of living because you care most in the entire world about you. And you know, in this show, we talk about the three fundamentals of life. These three fundamentals are number one, 
life, your life has purpose. And when you lead a purpose-driven life, you can go mad. Now, in this case, mad is a great acronym. It stands for make a difference. You lead a purpose-driven life, you make a difference. And the third fundamental of life is that you can unlock the secrets and the power of everyday words and terms. Everyday words and terms. Simple example, www. Ask anybody what it stands for. Invariably, they'll tell you it has something to do with the Internet. And factually speaking, they're correct. But in our world, the world of the positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant, WWW stands for, drum roll, fanfare, da-da-da-da, what a wonderful world. And (laughs) what a is a word, W-H-A-T-A, what a wonderful world. I wonder, I'm looking here and seeing if my, um, I think my microphone is actually not plugged in. But that's it. I hope you can hear me. And if you can, that's great. And if you can't, well, so be it also. <laughs> It'd be very funny. So WWW stands for What a Wonderful World. And a tip of the hat to uh, wonderful Satchmo, Louis Armstrong, for enabling that song to go viral and touch hundreds of millions, if not billions of people around the planet. When you hear that song, right away, what do you do? You start smiling. You can't help it. Now, SMILE is one of the greatest acronyms you ever internalize, utilize, and leverage in your life. The SMILE stands for seeing miracles in life every day. Seeing miracles in life every day. Now, people invariably raise their hand. They say to me, whether I'm speaking to a group of 50 people or 50,000, Barry Shore, I've been up for hours already. I haven't seen any miracles. And I ask them, are you here? Can you hear? Can you see? Can you walk? Can you talk? You have water to drink, you have food to eat, you have a place to sleep, you have family, you have friends. Those are all miracles. Now, right away, in this particular time, we are dealing with a pandemic, worldwide pandemic. So right now, a million plus people didn't get out of bed this morning. Why? They died. You didn't. If you're here listening to this or watching this, you didn't die. It means you're alive. If you're alive, you can celebrate. Celebrate life. Celebrate celebrate, dance to the music. Now, also, because of the pandemic, a million plus people are not able to get out of bed. They're infirm. You can't, I hope 99.99% of everybody watching and listening, you can get out of bed. Now, most of you know the story of Barry Shore because we have about 250 plus thousand listeners every week. Thank you for joining for the past couple of years. And you're invariably inviting another 50, 60,000 people. So we have over 300,000 people now. So thank you. But people tune in. Why? Because they want to hear more about the joy of living every single day. And the ability to do that is encapsulated in my story. 16 years ago, the year 2004, September 17th, I was standing up in the morning, just like I hope 99.99% of everybody watching and listening, able to leave tall buildings in a single bound. That evening, I was in the hospital paralyzed from my neck down. I became what's called a quadriplegic. Overnight, it wasn't from an automobile accident or a spinal injury. It was a rare disease that took over my body, and I was completely unable to move. I was in hospital 144 days. I was in a hospital bed in my own home for two years. I couldn't turn over by myself. I was in a wheelchair for four years. You see my hands still don't close like yours do. I had braces on both my legs, my hips to my ankles. That was progress. Thank God today I'm able to be vertical and ambulatory, albeit with the help of Six and a half foot walking wand made for me by a Zen master, but I still can't walk up a stair by myself or a curb. And I have help 12 hours a day, seven days a week. But you hear my voice. 
positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant. Why? Because I've learned to see miracles in life every day. And I have to tell you a funny story. Uh, my niece comes over to me a few weeks ago and she says, Uncle Barry, Uncle Barry, can we spell smile S-M-I-E-L? And I thought about it, I said, smile, smile, why not? I asked her, how come? She says, because then it stands for seeing miracles in everyday life. <laughs> Under the mouth of babes. That's what it's about. The ability to create, causing rethinking, enabling all to excel, rethinking. You have this marvelous mind, this brain, which has a hundred billion brain cells and over a thousand trillion cells connecting all the brain cells. And they're there for more than just deciding what kind of latte you want this morning. Well, when you do that, you're creating the kind of world we all want to live in. Now, I will urge everybody to do the following. There are two words that I want to share with you that I ask you, if you learn to say these two words every single day, from now forward, the rest of your life, three times a day, consciously and conscientiously, you will make a difference in the world. You'll change the world. And these two words are, drum roll, fanfare, da-da, da-da. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank stands for to harmonize and network kindness. To harmonize and network kindness. The Dalai Lama is recorded as saying in his writings, be kind whenever possible. And it's always possible. <laughs> kind stands for keep inspiring noble things. Now, I hope we'll all be able to go back to our coffee shop soon. But think of it this way. You go to the coffee shop, you order your fancy latte for five and a half dollars, and somebody brings it to you. You say, thank you. You go to the coffee shop and you order your fancy latte for five and a half dollars. Nobody brings it to you. you. Go to the counter and say, oh, I'm sorry, we forgot. We'll bring it to you. A few more minutes go by. You still say, thank you. You're walking out of the coffee shop and it's raining out. Somebody holds the door open for you. Thank you. You're walking out of the coffee shop and it's raining out. And somebody slams the door on you. You say, thank you. You're stuck in traffic and you're late for an appointment. Somebody cuts you off. You say, Thank you. Get up in the middle of the night and you stub your toe and it hurts. You say, thank you. To harmonize and network kindness. Everyone, everyone you meet is fighting a battle you don't have to think about. Therefore, be kind always. Keep inspiring noble deeds. Speaking of inspiring noble deeds and a great, amazing being who embodies it, I would like now to introduce a an acquaintance who's going to become a close friend, and he's going to say a huge hello to 303,216 people around the world. Dane, are you there? Can you say a big hello? I can hello, Billy. Thanks for being who you are and bringing this energy. Yeah. Hey, I, I can't yeah. help you, Bear. That, that's setting the bar a little high, but it's, yeah, thanks for having me. Great to be here. <laughs> it's nice. Well, thanks for you being here. It's good to be had sometime, isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. So we're going to laugh inside because Dane brings an energy and a, a persona that everybody in the world needs, and especially right now. It is so important, Dane, for you to begin to share with everybody what it is that you've discovered, that you've learned through your journey, and what it is that people can do. We're going to talk about practical 
practices, tips, and tools, because we're not just going to talk high level and, hey, here's a great idea. We're going to give down and dirty stuff because you've been there, Dane. So let's talk right away about NTHP, neurotrauma healing process. I love the idea that healing is in there because health, remember, we talked about this. The reason people are listening, they care about themselves. And by listening to this show, people are going to be healthier and wealthier and wiser. So let's talk about healing, Dane. I'm going to be quiet and you now talk. Share with us. So neurotrauma healing process sounds quite left-brained, quite academic and so on. But the whole gist of it is about getting back to our nature. And I love what I do. Because I literally, I say teach, but it's people learn how to love themselves. And see, the thing about that is to love yourself, you have to know yourself first. So that is where we get to go inside and, and, and uncover and allow uh, our, let ourselves out. And then sometimes, like you said, we have challenges. And, and it's, you can call it unfortunate, but it's the way that life is that these challenges challenges are what make us grow, are what turn us inside. And that's the segue, these challenges, these chronic conditions, these, these negative patterns or where we keep you know, running into a, a wall. Maybe, just maybe, that's the universe trying to get your attention, trying to get you to go inside. And I say our nature, and our nature is effortless. And what our nature is, when we do that healing work, when we get these erroneous beliefs or these negative experiences that have been cycling in our nervous system at an unconscious level, when we can bring those to the place of resolution, not cope with them, not try to compensate for them or not try to get rid of them and get them out of the way, but actually resolve them, what happens then is we create space within ourselves. That space is peace. And with that piece, what naturally comes through is something I'll call our higher consciousness. And what the characteristics of that are, peace, power, playfulness, abundance, creativity, beauty, health. That's our nature. And we don't have to work at that. You know, we do have to go inside and, and do our work, and, and our work reveals itself to ourselves, reveals itself to us in our outer world, in these negative patterns, in these places where we feel stuck, or whether it be with your health, your wealth, your relationships, your finances, whatever it is. You know, if you will stop and be with that and go inside with that, that's the segue. That's the opportunity to heal that so we can let our natural joy, our inherent joy that needs nothing inside of us out. And, and I, that's- Dane, so, this has been wonderful. You mentioned a couple of words that I wrote down because I, I want to emphasize for people. First of all, we have a worldwide audience. Hundreds of thousands of people, thank God, uh, in the Indian subcontinent, there are tens of thousands in China, throughout Asia, Australia, Europe, uh, America, um, let me see, even the USSR, former Soviet Union, yeah, people all over the United States of America, even in Canada. Let's talk about two things that you mentioned, I think three that were really beautiful. One is effortless. In other words, if it's a natural state, it's effortless. The second thing is that you mentioned is self-love. 
And I want to talk about that because you use another word, resolution. Resolution, as you know, I'm, I'm very big with words. We do acronyms. Resolution is a great word because it really stands for re solution. In other words, the solution exists. Yeah. What yeah. you're doing is you're revisiting the solution, which is internal to our very being. So when we talk about loving oneself, self-talk, so in my world, what you talk about acronyms, self-talk stands for the fact that you recognize you are a soul experiencing life fully, that self, and talk stands for teaching always love and kindness oh, very nice. when you have self-talk on that level you're loving yourself self-care you're teaching always love and kindness everybody knows if you're a friend and someone comes to you that's a friend and is facing difficult issues you don't just say oh don't worry everything will be all right that's not a friend what you do is your first thing is you hear but then you listen and what you want to do is be able to comfort but in the most powerful, positive, purposeful, pleasant way, how much more so should we do that with ourselves? Now, That's exactly right. Dane, you've been through stuff. So I'm assuming, by the way, you've never had challenges in your life. Look at this nice, handsome man, and he's beautifully cleaned up. Have you ever faced challenges, Dane? How do you feel about these things? I, I have, uh, you know, we all have stuff. So I, you know, and I've worked with a lot of people that make my life look like a cakewalk. And I went through stuff that I wouldn't wish on my worst enemy. But it's what brought me to where I am now. Well, let's have a couple of examples of something that you faced and you think was a, a traumatic experience. Because you're talking about neurotraumatic, neurotrauma healing yeah. process. By the way, it's very important to understand people. It's not an event. It's a process. That's yeah. the genius of life. Yes. It's a process, not an event. I will talk more about that later. Yes. Right. Okay. So yeah. let's hear. Let me. Let's some of your bona fides, Dane. So for me, what I initially was dealing with, and and I'll say it because it's not uncommon. It needs to be just spoken about um, and, and taking the stigma away, especially for males to speak about it. And it was a childhood sexual abuse experience. And it was wreaking havoc in my relationships, or I didn't know, so I knew I had to look into it. And I went to a bunch of groups, and that didn't quite work for me. I did a bunch of counseling, and nothing, nothing quite worked. And then I ended up going to a very highly recommended therapist slash healer. And she assessed me, went through my body, and, and, and sort of told me I had a cirque in my lower shock, which made sense. And and she said, when this breaks, stuff's going to happen. And I was in such a really good place in my life, had a good, solid spiritual practice and was feeling great. I didn't even think that I could be knocked off. And I didn't know what I was dealing with at this point anyway. I didn't know about trauma. I knew you know little about energy. So she tried to force the trauma out of me. She asked me if I'd like to go for a home run. Who doesn't want to hit a home run? So I said yes, and when she, when it did break, like she said, I was scared instantly for no apparent reason, and uh, I assumed it would go away, it would subside, and it did not. Uh, it got worse in the inside, being the crater of what we experience on the outside. Um, I, I was in this unstable, fearful place. And my whole world started to crumble around me. And I lost clients and contracts, a sale of a business. 
And I was, uh, I lost everything within 18 months within broke. I was 18 months. I was broke within three years. I was homeless and I went on a mad. You mean, you mean homeless living out of your car? Yeah. I, I lived out of a car while I had one. Um, and then I lived on the beach and I took a job at construction and I slept in the construction house when they left and then got up early enough before they came in the morning and came back. Uh, yeah. And, uh, it was horrible. It was, uh, I remember standing on the street screaming, not even anything, just not understanding what the heck was happening in my life. Uh, I didn't handle it too well in the start. I have to say, uh, no, 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 this is important though. You went through trauma. Oh yeah. Uh, there's a very wonderful, uh, author, very famous scientist named Bruce Lipton. Yes. I don't know if you've heard of Bruce Lipton. Yeah. That's the three T's. Yeah. And the three T's are trauma, toxins, and thought. And he says of the three, trauma hurts people. It can break people. There's no question. Toxins, drugs, addiction, break people. He said, but the most powerful of the three T's are thoughts. Well, when you think about power of thought, what I call being a pothead, <laughs> you have a pothead, you have the ability to come back. Pot stands for power of thought, helping everyone achieve destiny. So Dane went from living a life that everybody dreams about because yeah, I was doing, doing things. He, he's a good-looking guy. You can all see he's still a good-looking guy. He's <laughs> smiling. He's like, his teeth are white, everything. His body works. You know, he can get up and walk yeah. around. I can't even get up out of the chair right now, Dave. I still can't stand up. Yeah. I have to push it up. That's okay. You see me? And he went from that to being on the street corner screaming. Yeah. But it's, right. What the hell happened? Yeah. What happened? How were you able to control and then channel your thoughts to be able not only to gain control of your life, but to come up with this healing process called neuro trauma healing process? Yeah. And, world. and like you say, when you say thought, the trick about this is we do have a subconscious mind. And these traumatic experiences that happen in our life, what happens is they loop in our nervous system. And the brain's MO is survival. So it doesn't want this unwanted information. It's getting in the way. So the brain will push it out of the way. So it pushes it to the subconscious. Is it gone? Is it out of the way? No, it's very much still alive, circling in your nervous system, stuck, held somewhere, trapped in your body somewhere. So it's still looping your nervous system. You're still experiencing the subconscious level, and it's coming out as a negative pattern somewhere in your life. And that's probably the, the biggest thing, and the biggest thing I want to bring to this is giving people access to that because I had this great event go on and I didn't know why, didn't know what was going on. And I, I basically had no access to, to heal this, to bring it to resolution. So it took me five years to find somebody who could tell me what happened to me. And ironically enough, uh, Hazel was able to tell me what happened to me because she had the same thing happen to her. And she's now a trauma specialist. So that's how we're made, apparently. And so anyway, I learned from that. And, and from Peter Levine's somatic experiencing, that was how I learned about trauma and the workings of the nervous system. So that was great. It gave me some understanding and seeing somebody who had been through what I was through, 
gave me some hope. So it was good. But that I wasn't out of the woods. I didn't get the relief that I needed there. It wasn't until I stumbled upon uh, Dr. John Bradshaw's work, the left right brain work, where I went, oh, my God. And I'd made the connection to that wounded, fearful part of me. So it was a, a big event, a big thing. Um, but I, I tried to make this part feel safe. I tried to make this part come out and, and, and basically have a relationship, a healthy relationship with it. And I couldn't do it. It was like an eight month fight with myself. So I tried to find somebody who did this work, who knew this work and would work with me. And I couldn't find anybody. I scoured the internet and phoned counselors and therapists and tried to talk them into it. And nobody would. Wait a minute. You couldn't find anybody. So you said, I need to do it. Well, I found somebody who did do, who I could work with, who was very generous with her time. And with two months, I worked with her and I got what we call traction. And that is the, having a consistently positive and healthy relationship with it in your life. And after that, this work just kind of flowed out of me. It's like I can't take credits. The, the foundation of the work isn't new, but nobody had made it into a usable modality. And now I guess that was my job, apparently. And I got relief and a whole lot more because all I wanted was relief. I just wanted to get out of this fight or flight. I just wanted relief. But when I got that relief, I didn't know that it would open up into this higher aspect. The genius of this is when you were able to be in process with somebody and that person was able to guide you, yeah. you recognize how it's starting to flow out. You not only had hope for you, but you did something even more important. You I, hope to others. Yeah. See, hope, by the way, stands for helping others progress every day. Mm. Very nice. I love your acronyms. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we do. I love words because words matter. The three fundamentals of life, as we say, number one, life, your life has purpose. Number two, you can go mad, go make a difference. And how do you do that? By unlocking the secrets and the power of everyday words and terms. Hope is what literally infuses everybody and enables people to get out of bed who sometimes are clinically depressed. Sometimes physically can't. Still takes me 10 minutes to get out of bed in the morning. That's okay. I can get out of bed. <laughs> but I can push and get stand up. It right. doesn't matter. As long as you have hope, yeah. and the, the essence of hope is focusing on service. You see, hope. what hope does is, when I say helping others progress every day, it's really about understanding that the essence of the joy of living is summed up in one word. Giving <laughs> and giving is all about rendering hope. I want to go to something all off base, but it's really on point. And that is, I asked you to help me and give me some insight into you. And you said one of the things I like a lot is reading about Bobby Orr. <laughs> yeah, Canadian, what can I tell you? <laughs> Maybe not everybody knows about Bobby Orr, but suffice it to say, Bobby Orr was um, one of the greatest hockey players that ever played the sport. That's number one. Yeah. Number two, he played for the greatest team ever, the Boston Bruins. Yeah, I am originally from Boston. I was born in Dorchester, raised <laughs> So Bobby Orr to me is, that's heaven, baby. Oh, no kidding. Oh, that's so funny. Right. Yeah, so, I was growing up, no doubt about it. As you pointed out, it's not just that he was a super, superior athlete, 
he was a superior human being. Oh. And by, oftentimes, not always, but oftentimes, when one works on oneself in process, they do to go together. So the ability for Bobby Orr to not just be a, a superior performer, but he, he recognized that his performance on the ice was no different than off the ice. In other words, be a giving, open-team-oriented yeah. yeah. being. Yeah. Yeah. So let's just bring out a couple of little points about Bobby Orr or other biographies that, that really resonate with you. Okay. Tell me something that you like about well, Orr. Well, I mean, first he like reinvented the game and he was just amazing. And then he would be so humble. And earlier in his career, I don't know if you know the story or not, but uh, he was playing against Gordie Howe. And, you know, Gordie Howe was the great guy at that point. He was, he was the big guy at that point. And I guess he you know, took out Gordie Howe. And, and so Gordie Howe wasn't the guy to take much guff. I'm sure you know that. And he pretty much leveled Bobby. And Bobby's on the oar, and I think he's punching him. And so his team comes to the rescue. And Bobby Orr says from underneath getting a barrage of, of gloves from, from Gordie Howe, he says, no, 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 stop, guys. I deserved it. I'm just like, holy cow, like that just shows his level of, of, of humility almost to a, to, a, to a fault. But he was just such a humble guy, and he never – you know, you see a lot of people where it might go to their head, their fame, and so on, and he was – I don't believe – I never saw him ever like that. He was always just the humblest, nicest, most giving guy, and it always blew me away. He, I read his book, and, yeah, and uh, he's just a really loving, humble – Live in joy, David, because he's doing, by the way, what Dane is sharing with us. Again, hundreds of thousands of people around the world listening to Dane right now and saying, um, I got a number of questions up here saying, I need some practical tips and tools. Come on, Dane, give the stuff over. Give us two, maximum three small but important levers that people can use to swing the giant door and bring about a change or at least the potential for change because that's what hope is. Hope helps others progress every day. So let's hear some, please. So first thing is to understand that life is an inside job. (laughs) And, you know, you talked about effort. We talked about effortless. And I tell my clients all the time, there's nothing to do. Because when you do that inner work, when you make that shift on the inside, the outside changes. It has to. It's just a feedback system showing us what we're thinking, what we're believing, and here's the big kicker, how we're treating ourselves. So when you can have access to that inner part of you and give yourself what you need, and first of all, you have to find out. So um, give yourself what you need. What will happen is your world will change as if by magic. So we, the the foundation of the work that we do is a left-right brain process. And I want to say that simply the act of writing affects thousands of neural pathways in your brain. By the way, this is so important, the act of writing. Yeah. Uh, not not typing on the computer, none of that, but actually pen in hand and writing 
it like literally affects thousands of neural pathways in your brain in both left and right brain. So it's important. I want to interrupt, Dave, because I want to bring together again for everybody around the world. Most of our audience is under 38. Okay. Actually, a significant part of our audience is under the age of 28. So okay. people who are digital natives. Yeah. The natural process is to speak into a phone or some sort of device or to thumbs or type. Most are typing even above phones, actually. Yeah. Very important that what Dana is saying right now is so clear that I want everybody to understand what he's talking about is to connect your neural tissues with your fingers and then put something on paper and have it come out. If you do that now, um, we have a couple of questions coming up right away. People are talking about writing and teaching cursive and all kinds of things. The ability to teach people how to write at all, not only to communicate in writing with grammar, which is a lost art, but <laughs> the ability to write words on paper is so much more beneficial than typing. You still want to type, that's great. Yeah. But what Dane is urging, now by the way, you talk about a shift. So everybody loves the word shift. Unfortunately, most people leave out the F when they're talking about the word <laughs> So it's important to articulate well. <laughs> and there are people are asking, why do I think writing is, is slipping away? Uh, we won't belabor because I want Dane to bring out a few other points. One of the reasons is because there is an in a built-in laziness or sloth in the human condition. So once you get past that, and this is has to do with, by the way, self-talk and self-love. Once you recognize that you do love yourself, then you will make the time to do which is harder, which is to write. In other words, if typing is easier, by definition, write. And I mean write, W-R-I-T-E, and make it right, R-I-G-H-T, because when you do that, you are going beyond yourself. When you go beyond yourself, you have the opportunity to say, I love myself, and that's self-talk, teaching always love and kindness. So that's one thing. So that's the life, life inside. It's an inside job. It happens effortlessly because you're pouring forth. You are a fountain of goodness. We live in a fog. You're a fountain of goodness. And now we use the left brain, right brain, and we begin to create the bridge between them by writing things out, correct? That's so, a part of that's a, yeah, a part of it, yeah. Give, yeah. give us a third item that people can do because these are so empowering, Dane. I love well, it. We say there's two prerequisites to the work that we do. And one is to be open-minded. And I say open-minded because it's abstract work that we do, and that left brain wants to stop us. So all being open-minded means letting whatever wants to come out to come out. So being open-minded and not uh, being hard on yourself, stopping yourself, and that left brain, that self-talk left to its own devices, uh, tends to go negative. So you need to stay conscious and keep open-minded in that way. The second prerequisite is to be open that the potentiality, the possibility that you're completely responsible for your life. Oh and I want, I, want, I want to talk about that. Okay, go ahead. I'm, I'm going to explain yeah. more about that. Yeah. Let's talk about that. That's, that is crucial. 
And so, but I, I want it because it can be con- construed in, a, in a, the wrong way. So what I mean, and when I say responsible for your life, some people think, say, for example, you were abused as a child. Did I, did you ask for that? No, we're not saying you asked for that. You brought that on yourself. We're not saying that. But what we are saying is when you understand, when you have a negative pattern, a chronic addict condition, an addictive behavior in your life, that's something that keeps happening, keeps, ha- keeps happening, keeps happening. What's the common denominator, the commonality about that? You. And that's not blame, but what's that? What it's showing you, it's showing you that that's what's going on inside of you. So when we say responsibility, it's understanding, oh, this keeps happening, so it must be happening inside of me. And now we're going to give you the ability to go in there and re-choose and change that. So when we say being responsible for your life, it's not blame. Please don't take it that way. The foundation of this work is inner compassionate connection. And self-love is not harsh and is not judgmental. Right. Inner compassionate connection, I see thing. And I want to share with you now in the audience, people who've been with me for years know this, but the six most important words you could ever learn are choice, not chance, determined. Your destiny. Choice, not chance, determines your destiny. Take the harsh situation that Dane is talking about because it happened to him and others. Um, child abuse, sexually, physically, mentally, all those things. When you get to become an adult, and that sometimes an adult can be 18, sometimes it's 81. But when you get to be an adult and you want to recognize that you are in control, it's my choice not chance that creates my destiny, then you recognize that you are in control. And the beauty of being in control is that you choose your thoughts. I choose to think in a positive, purposeful, powerful, pleasant way. And when you do that, guess what happens? As As Dane said, everything shifts. Keep that F in there. Everything shifts, and it becomes aligned and effortless. You become a fountain. As you know, Dane, better than almost anybody because you're working with people regularly. People are either drains or fountains. Hmm. In other words, you can be a complainer and a blamer, or you can be a fountain, be giving in life. Now, we love using four-letter words. The four-letter words we use, though, are live, love, give, hope, holy, free, pray, grow. Those are four-letter words. So when you want to start using, say, I use a lot of four-letter words. I even use the four-letter F-U word, Dane, and I do it for shock value. See, look at him right now. He says, what are they going to do? And that four-letter word is fun. Oh, two N's? F-U, capital N, capital N. Now, people always say to me, very sure, fun is only three letters, I say. Not in our world, the world of the positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant, which our world, fun is F-U, capital N, capital N. So after the show, you see friends have a twinkle in your eye and a smile on your face, remember that stands for, you say, everybody, F-U, remember to add right away, capital N, capital N. I said, where'd you get that? I said, I listen to the joy of living. They had on this guy, Dane. Dane says, be effortless. F-U, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> This is it, right? Having fun is a prerequisite. It's the first step to opening up to possibilities in life. Am I right? Absolutely. Absolutely. 
Oh, you're so enlightening. You're wonderful. Talk to us about SRP, soul recognition process. So with soul recognition, like I said, all I wanted was relief. And when I had that relief, I had no idea that something would replace that or come in that was fulfilling, that was joyous, that was light and free. And, uh, you know, with that comes natural wisdom. And with the SRC, the soul recognition, it, that's what goes into the empowerment aspect. And I, I wrote the book, Reclaim Your Power to Create Your Best Life. But I had to break it into two books. Okay. Reclaim Your Power to Create Your Best Life. By the way, again, everybody, all you have to do is just go to www.barryshore.com and everything about Dane and his work is right there. Don't worry about writing it down in there. Just listen and let it flow, let it flow, let it flow. So, but I had to break that book into two because I didn't think people could go from dealing with a deep-seated trauma to what I'll call spiritual liberation in the same book. So that book came out and I have another one coming out in the, in uh, 2021 that is about the soul recognition work. That is the empowerment aspect of the work because this work just, it travels a long ways and, you know, you know consciousness never stops. So to, um, you know, do this work is to open that well of joy, of love, of, of passion, of power, of purpose and, you know, you'll still be challenged, but you'll be challenged to let more of who you really are out, challenged to be more of who you are, to to let yourself show up, to to live your passion, to let your passion or your, your talents come through. So it's uh, profound. Yeah. The world. <laughs> so I'm going to put you on the spot, Dane. you got 90 seconds because we're up against the clock. you got 90 seconds to answer right. that. Dane, what is your most fervent desire? Uh, it, it, it's just that it, this is probably going to sound boring to, to a lot of people, but that inner connection to connect with that joy that needs nothing. And it, you know, we do have to stop and take time to connect that self love to connect to that inner aspect of us, just to, to, to still the mind, to let it out. So you could even connect that to meditation because I don't think meditation is an option to a, to a truly healthy, inspired life to still the mind and, and let that energy, that who we really are, come forth. So um, just to connect with that joy that needs nothing. Are you ready? I'm going to envelop you in a big hug in front of 300,000 people. Okay, I'm ready. Here, I, think, I think I'm ready. Everybody remember, you're listening to... Joy of Living with your humble host, Barry Shore, B-A-R-R-Y-S-H-R-E, barryshore.com, where we speak about the three fundamentals of life. That is wonderful. Number one, your life has purpose, as Dane's been telling us. Go Number two, go mad, go make a difference. Number three, unlock the secrets and the power of everyday words and terms, and you will be healthier wealthier and wiser by doing so www what a wonderful world smile seeing miracles in life every day as my eight-year-old niece says seeing miracles every day in life create the kind of world you want to live in causing rethinking enabling all to excel and say thank you three times a day consciously conscientiously to harmonize and network kindness tell everybody f you capital n capital n our blessing for you is go forth 
live exuberantly. Spread the seeds of joy, happiness, peace, and love. Go mad. Go mad. Woohoo!